You're listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 57. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Omileti Olubumi. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Arisha, spirituality, and growth. So turn up the volume in your car, put on those earbuds if you are walking with me, exercising, even cleaning the house, whatever it is, grab a cup of coffee or tea, something great to drink. Let's have a talk. This episode is being brought to you by Olubumi Creations. It is the art world where all things Orisha inspire works of art, basically. And for all of your fun sayings, artwork, lots of lettering, and the rest of whatever's left in jewelry, Olubumi Creations is the place to go. For you to quickly access it, just go to the information link at www.orishawisdom.com forward slash Iya Omileti and click on the getting your fun Orisha creative stuff and grab it there. This is an Ask a Priest episode. For those of you who are new to the podcast, of course, welcome This is a series that we have where you, the community, asks questions that you've always were itching to ask an Orisha priest, and now you have the chance. I will put on the show notes how you can get your burning question asked for a chance to get your question answered here on the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. But if you really are burning to ask a question right this second, as long as you're not driving, you can just go to orishawisdom.com forward slash ask a priest. With that, let's get this episode going. I love this question and I'm going to totally dive into this, at least to start sparking conversation. Here is the question. Nat asks, how do you start your spiritual practice when you have no idea where to start? All I know for sure is that my roots are Jamaican. I don't want to practice anything that is not native to my roots. Oh, Nat, thank you so much for this question. I, yeah, I like this question quite a bit. Thank you for taking the time to ask it. And let's dive into it. I speak to a lot of folks and your question 
is not new. The only thing that differs, of course, is the location. We're going to talk about that too. I have a couple of steps. I like steps like one, two, three. I like things to remember. I wrote this down in my notes. Speak to the folks in your family. Seriously, like seriously, seriously, speak to the folks in your family. Number two, speak to neighbors and friends of your family. We could be talking about people who are still back home, people who have moved from back home. I would say anybody over 60 years old is going to be your best friend on this one. Number three, there is always a family historian. Always. Find out who that person is who likes to remember Aunt Kiki and what she did and when she did it and when she married that guy and that guy came from wherever. There's always one in the family. Find out where yours is and start going there with a recorder and with a notepad and bring that person a gift because the gift that they're going to give you is going to be amazing. Now, that would be the place to start to find out what they were practicing from your roots. However, before, ah, I'm, I'm dying to get to a particular per- place in this question. Before I get there, I did a quick search. And two things came up that were prominent. So a lot of things are practiced in Jamaica Spiritual-wise, a lot of things. One of them I'm pretty sure you've heard of is Obeya. Obeya? I hope I'm not totally killing it. But Obeya, I've heard Obeya man. Obeya man, I've heard Obeya. So I'm going to stick with that. Another one is Mial. Again, if I'm butchering it, please don't kill me. It's M-Y-A-L. And what I got is that it's an Afro-Jamaican spirituality. And of course, it came when African religions during the slave era era, and all kinds of stuff like that. It might be worth you visiting that, especially if somebody in your family, friends, relatives tells you something similar. And there are practices that focus on the connection of spirits with humans, which kind of very much links to our traditions here too. Okay, now, 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 this is the part that I wanted to get to. Why is it that you're here in an Orisha tradition space? This is going to be the question that's going to boggle your noodle I'm trying to think of the matrix. What was it that she told him? This is going to bake your noodle or something like that. What is it that interested you to the Orisha tradition space? This is going to be the question. This question, as I sit to review from all the entries that come in, this one stood out like it yelled, hey, please, please, and It stood out because you're not the first to ask a similar question. Like I said before, the only difference is the country. 
Or some people will say, listen, Omileti, I really want to be here. I don't want to do anything white. I want to do only things that are from my traditions. And I'm like, well, what's your traditions? You know, just nothing white or nothing, whatever, nothing. It's just me. And I get it. A lot of people are ready to step away from their norm. Something does not resonate. And I have to commend you for that because some people just kind of continue and continue and continue and they don't pause to see why these traditions or this thing that I'm practicing does not resonate anymore. I want to tell you that this is great that you are in your search as are many others. And I understand that they want to stick only to one path of the road, which means only to things that are related to my roots of what they perceive is their roots. But they're not happy. They're not happy. They, it's almost like there's a constant hole in their spirituality because there's something missing, which is why they're jumping from place to place. Like, why? where do I start? What do I do? But I want to do something that is mine. Okay. Now, please don't turn this off. Don't turn this off. Don't turn this off because I'm going to apologize in advance because what I'm going to say, you might not be too happy with. But it's coming from a place of love because I do understand. And I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to write this down, my story. Um, I'm going to tell you a couple of stories. And I just remembered one that goes particularly w- with what I'm about to say. Your roots could come directly from Great Britain. Please just don't turn it off. Or even from Spain. <sighs> Why is that? Because at the end of the day, we have all been mixed through travels, through love, because, oh my God, people fell in love. People think that even during the slavery times that there was no love there. There were some, there was some love between the supposedly master and somebody else. And there have been some really interesting stories. A very big one, actually. I just thought of this. Chica da Silva from Brazil. Oh, my God. They had a novela about this. And all the boys in the class, I remember, were watching it because there was, like, semi-nudity and they were, like, all freaking out. We're talking about, like, young boys. And... um. It talks about how she fell in love with him, but he fell in love with her back. And history talks about that. So sometimes there's love that happened. And of course, through slavery, which we all know the, the passage was not cool of that aspect. But I'm bringing this up because I don't want you to discard something that calls you because it may not be Jamaican enough. If you fight your destiny, you're going to have a rough, rough time. So I pulled out a story, and this is actually a friend of mine. She is half Dominican from Dominican Republic, 
half Puerto Rican. She's dark-skinned. Her family was, for a long time, still is, into spiritism, right? So they work with the spirits, they do cards, they do all that stuff. They do baths and little amulets. They love that stuff. And Santeria, which is very, it's, it's basically synchronized with the saints, but they worship Orisha. It's just a sect of it. It's, it's another branch. However, as much as she tried, she did not go that route. And I remember asking her years ago, I was sitting in her living room like, like, just think about it like this for a second. This is a person who has relatives who are in these traditions. Just one branch of it, but it's still these traditions. And here there's me just wishing I was in those traditions. And I'm like, what are you thinking? Like, you've got this. She's like, it doesn't call me. I don't want to do this. And to me, I'm like, preposterous. Oh, my God, I, I would just wish that I was you. What called her? Paganism. Paganism. She studied Wicca for a really long time. She's had initiations. Paganism is her thing. And it's been her thing for decades. And once she found home, she found what she was looking for. And if you look from where she is from, it could be from anywhere in Europe at this point. Because we're all pretty much mixed. I'm sharing this particular story because... You would think that because she's dark-skinned, she comes from a very Latin area which has expressive native and African blood, right? But she chose another route, and it, it fits her. It suits her. She's at home. She's a happier, better human being. She went with what called her. Now, I do I do understand. I do understand the plight of trying to be genuine and true to you. I get it. Before I get to something else, I think this is the best place to to plug this particular story in. As I was growing into the traditions, I, let me just give you the back, the background of it. I was raised very, very Christian, Seventh-day Adventist. My parents, both still alive, are still Seventh-day Adventists. They really believe in Jesus and God and the devil, the whole thing. They, they're very there. And when I would ask my mother, who is, she can pass for a white lady. As long as she doesn't open her mouth to speak because she still has a heavy Spanish accent. As long as she doesn't open her mouth, she passes for a white woman. I mean, she's that white. And I would ask her, oh, my dad is dark skinned, by the way. I would ask her, mom, like, can you tell me about my family? Oh, you come from a great line of Spanish. Spaniards, and that's why you have your last name. And I'm like, you should see me as like I'm deflating, like, and I'm like, no, no, seriously, like, can you go back 
before that. Well, you come from a really great line of Spaniards. And I'm like, ah, (laughs) I really just, this was not working out. My mom finally, I guess one day I caught her in a great mood and all the stars and planets were properly aligned. And I asked her the same question that I had been asking. Because in the beginning, when you come into these traditions, they tell you, gather up all of your eggons, like a list of your eggons. And, you know, like how they lived and how they died. So I was trying to gather who was grandma this, who was Titi this, who was all these people. I was trying to gather that. But this day, I told you the stars, the skies, everything was aligned. And she said, well, you know, on your father's side, there was this guy and your great-great-grandmother, you know, she was like, and she was holding something that was black. And she goes, she was like this. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. And of course, I didn't want to say anything because now my heart's beating really fast. Like, yes, I'm getting to the nitty gritty. I'm about to find out. Yeah, and her name was so-and-so. And she started to talk. And she told me, she said, well, you're whoever and whoever, like both of them, they came straight from the boats. And I'm like, wow. Like I was like, yes, I found, I found what I was looking for. And she told me, she was a little like, like stricken by it. And she said, well, back then the law was that even if you were as black as black, you could not say you were African, even if you were, and you didn't know any Spanish because the Spanish were the ones that invaded us. You couldn't say anything else. And, oh, hell, so I guess they all had to be Spaniards. But everybody knew they were Africans, but they never were allowed to really speak their native tongue. They were forced to learn Spanish. You know the deal. It's just like been slavery and pretty much everywhere else when it came to the Spanish and the English, They, you know, and, and Portuguese, same thing. So I found out that I had a connection to African. And that's what I realized. Oh, I do belong here. This is awesome. And I was able to kind of move a little forward with a little more reassured step in these traditions. I, to this day, I don't know exactly what part of Africa. I really don't. Maybe one of these days I'll do that Ancestry.com thing, but I don't know. And I've come to the realization of I don't care. I'll, I'll explain what I mean. Like, I don't know and I don't care what it it's enough for me that my intuition feels good and at home here like that's enough and that part took a really long time if i were to ask you to do that you'll be like you'll suck your teeth and you'll shut this off because it's hard I remember there was a long time that I didn't want to do anything with Christianity of any way. I had a Bible shoved, I don't even know where. I made sure, like it was so easy for me to accept these concepts and ideologies because I was so ready to get away from 
Christianity that it was just such an easy switch. It was such an easy switch. However, these traditions kind of teach you that you must honor your ancestry. And even though I did not want to, remember I'm, I'm trying to come into the Orisha traditions, I had to still honor the ancestors who were Christians. That was very hard for me. Because here you're trying to get away from something and it just keeps calling you back in a way. So I have the happy medium. If we are doing a misa or we're doing certain things for my eguns, I don't mind breaking out the Bible and reading a couple of verses because I don't remember. There's like, I barely remember our father. Um, and I don't mind because those eguns still hold on to that. And that's just something I will never get away with. But remember, I'm here, but they support me in my endeavors. So I support them in whatever they want. So if they want Jesus, I'll give them Jesus. If they want a cross, you got it. You don't want a cross, you got that too. <laughs> so I, I want you to understand that these are traditions but you may still have to honor the Christians or Catholics or whatever that are in between, but they will support you. And this is where I'm asking you to also listen to your intuition. Where do you feel at home? And this is, I had this like literally in my notes, it's like with a big star, listen to what calls to you and begin there. You may not stay there, but you can begin there. As long as you're feeling like you're moving forward, it's part of the little bricks that you're putting on your road. So as you're moving along, you put another brick and you step on that and you work on the next brick. The next thing that I'm going to recommend, which I am sure you have one, and if you don't, I'm sure you're going to get one. It's a small ancestral spiritual space. It's always a good thing. A little table, a space that's just for them, a white cloth. It doesn't have to be that crazy. It doesn't have to be a full boveda. Just a cup of water that you always keep clear. Some people change it once a week. Some people don't. Some people, as soon as it starts going down, they start changing it. A candle would be nice. However, however, I suggest to always be vigilant when it comes to candles. Some people place pictures of good eggums that they had there, like my grandma, my grandfather, my mother, um, my uncles, my cousins, my sisters, my brothers, people who, important, did not take their lives away. Very important. Don't put them there people who lived a good life. I didn't say perfect, just a good life. Um, another thing is if you have something personal of this, these egg ones, let's say, oh, I know a lot of people keep old rosaries of their relatives. That's a great place to put it. Something that they had. I've seen people that they keep. Oh, I know somebody who has a family and they're very much artists. And 
one of her dance shoes, what is this, the ballet shoes, she kept one and she put it there. And it was perfect because it always reminded her of her mother. So you can put something there, not cluttery. I don't suggest clutter, but just a special space for you. This is going to be your space for them. And when you do this, you ask them to open the way so that you can find where you belong spiritually. And they will. And you can be like, listen, I know you were Baptist, this or that, but I don't really think I want to do that, but I'll always come to you with Baptist songs and the Bible, but I'm kind of gearing towards this more. Just help me and support me. And you watch, they really do come through. It's quite amazing. I don't know what happens in the spiritual world, but I know it's amazing and it works. Don't discard something based on race. You could be doing a big disservice to yourself. There are people who they're trying to do these traditions, these traditions, these traditions. And when they come into a Misa, right, they are finding out that their main protector is a Viking. They're like, what? But I'm like, this dark, what does that mean? You don't know what happened 600 years ago. You have no clue. And why would you? We don't have records that are that good. So you don't know. You don't know. And you don't want to shut a door because you are adamant of going one way only. And you could be shutting down a door to your E-ray. That means your good fortune. So don't discard it. Also, meditate often to align. And aligning means to trust your intuition. That is going to be very important because when you're not aligned, that's when you make a lot of bad choices because you don't hear anything good and you only kind of stomp over the good advice and you just keep going forward to the bad stuff. Meditate often. I mean it. Meditate often and trust your intuition. If you come in to an event, let's say it's not mine. Let's say it's not Isheshe. It's not Lukumi. Let's say you go to an... I don't know, let's say a, a Vudan one, right? I was trying not to say Obia one because that would be like too, but let's say it's, it's a Vudan one and you feel something amazing while you're there. It's like you feel like you're home. There's going to be, and it's not going to happen right away, which is why I advise for you to, Go also to different events and to see, to see what feels good. But I think since you're asking where to start, I think your ancestors are the key. Your point of view, your, your perception of what 
you want is going to be secondary or third. Oh, it's not one, two, or three. It's just they all play together and your intuition. I really, really hope that you also keep yourself open for what is right for you. I think that's important. Those are the words I think I was looking for. Because if you're open for that growth, that growth will come to you. But if you're adamant that it's only on this road that you're going to take, that's exactly what you're going to get, even if it's not the best for you. So I'm going to go over them really quick. Listen to what calls you and just begin there. Also, a small ancestral spiritual shrine, spiritual space. You don't have to say egung if that's not, it might not be a tradition, but ancestral, that always is going to be a, a bang. That's, that's a go. And ask them to open up the way for you. Don't discard something that may be from a different race or tradition. That may not be, just keep yourself as open to what is best for you. I think that's awesome. And meditate often to align so that you can continue and trust your intuition. You have reached the end of this episode. Nat, I want to thank you for this question. This was a great question. It's one that is asked often, but I love the way that you worded it because it represents many other questions that other people have asked. For show notes, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash 57. Something big is coming to Arisha Wisdom. Actually, quite a few things. We are getting ready. We are working very, very, very hard. Very hard. And yes, we are having Arisha swag. And um, I'm very excited because I don't know if you follow on Instagram, but on the last episode, I thought about, oh, that would be cool to have an Orisha Wisdom Podcast t-shirt. I said, that would be cool. And I wrote it down. And as soon as I got off, I was like, I want to see if I could do it. And it worked. And I was like, tickled pink, like they say, but I really love the way that it came out. Great t-shirt designs are on the way. And I, it's more like here, this is the t-shirt. Like I have to take pictures. I have to put them. I have to say what they say. So these things are taking a little bit, but uh, some of you have been telling me that you really want these shirts and shirts would be great and the mugs would be great. Let me know whether you're interested in getting them on a pre-sale and that way at least I know which ones to make first and I will totally do that. And if you are ready for that, I will actually make that because it would make my life a lot easier than to take out 30 pictures of 30 things and not know what to do first. So let me know if you're interested in pre-purchasing some of these designs and I will get them at least ready with the right everything to get them to you. And 
let's see. I just want to make sure that I review. Yes, so Olubumi Creations was the sponsor of this episode. Get whatever is left on the jewelry that is there. I don't know, but I think I may, the only thing I may keep would be the the ideas because they're so important to our tradition. But everything else, get it because it's going to be gone once it's gone. And I don't know if I'm going to be doing that again. Also, if you find value in what I do in the Arisha Wisdom podcast content. And you can, if you can, check out my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Iya Omileti. And one of the biggest perks of Patreons is that they get access to all of the podcasts before they are published to the world. You can message me privately. You can talk amongst the groups. And there are other things that I am working on. I am fairly new to Patreon, but I just wanted to say thank you. And I wanted to give a shout out to Amanda. Amanda is one of our Patreons. And She's been so excited and so encouraging because it's really, it's tough when you put yourself out there and you're like, oh my God, I don't know if like a person is going to hear. I don't know if this is like resonating with people. And she responds. She responds to almost every episode and she encourages. And sometimes as a creator, you need sometimes a little bit of encouragement because you're like, oh my God, I don't know what's going on. And if this is even helping anyone. And she has been an awesome Patreon. And I wanted to give you a shout out because you have been absolutely phenomenal. If you are looking for a godparent and you want to know about this, check out the Alejo's Guide to Godparent. It's going to be on the show notes and the information link. And that's basically, I think, it on the announcement side. If you liked this episode and you found it helpful when it comes to this type of question, because I think questions like these is what I was hungry for when I was coming in because nobody would answer me and give me an answer. If you found this helpful, it would be great if you could leave us a review on iTunes and leave us comments. Share this. Share this with people that you think might be helpful. Share this. Somebody else that may be in the closet about trying to go to African spirituality, this might hit the spot. And if you're on YouTube, of course, you know the drill. Like the episode, subscribe, and there's a little bell icon when you click on it. I don't do a lot of videos. It's mostly for the podcast and other small things, but you will be the first to know when a new video is uploaded. Stay tuned for the next couple of episodes where we're going to tackle other topics as well as other episodes of Ask a Priest. Again, the show notes to get all of this is orishawisdom.com forward slash 57. I can't wait for all of the fun stuff that is coming up. And I thank you so much for listening, and for your support. Until next time, 
May the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo! Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed, and until next time.